faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. Honestly, you'd think that we've been drinking. Like, I know we've been we've been treating this shit for like the last hour, and you'd think that we were either high or we've been drinking. I don't know if you have. I haven't. I, have. I think it's just the natural energy. Okay, yeah, it's the it's the energy and the vibe between us. But, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, pum pum posse, blessings and greetings. This is your girl AJ Badass Jones, the host of the Pum Pum Chronicles. You can find me uh, on my social media at the Pum Pum Chronicles Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow my personal page at Badass underscore underscore jones underscore uh you can find my podcast streaming on all podcast platforms if you want to email me you can do so at the pum pum chronicles at gmail.com i also have a call in line that is not for personal use it's just to, to send me stuff send me messages you know stuff that you want me to talk about don't invite me on a date don't call me and try to like have sexy talk with me because it's just not happening uh that number is 320-270-1080 86, but this is not about me. Listen to me. If you guys ever knew one of my most favoriteest people, <laughs> one of my most, most favoriteest people is here to chat with me this evening. I'm happy. Like my, my soul feels so much joy right now. I know y'all hear her giggling in the background. And when you hear her voice, you're going to know who she is, but I'm going to give the big intro. I want to tap something. You hear the drum roll? You see it there? Ladies, gentlemen, join me in welcoming Kiki, the host of Kinks with Kiki, none other than the sexy mistress herself, the sexy kinkstress herself, the black girl of kink herself. Hi. Hey. <laughs> I was not ready. I was like, oh, mm. oh. <laughs> come on, I have to give you a sexy intro. Come on, you what you mean? <laughs> How are you? I am so happy to talk to you. I know we just spent like the last hour and some shooting the shit and, and catching up, but I'm so happy to talk to you. Oh, I'm so happy. Me too. <laughs> How are you? How have you been? What's been going on? Tell people who you are, first and foremost, who you are, where they can find you and then let me know what's been going on and how are you doing okay girl <laughs> so <laughs> i am kiki from kinks with kiki podcast and my podcast is based around kinks fetishes and bdsm so every week well at this point every other week every two weeks whatever you want to call it i will discuss a certain fetish or a certain kink or something bdsm related and i just give like my personal experience or i give like educational like tips and tools and I answer questions or emails any concerns if anyone has them so yeah that's basically what my podcast is about (laughs) and how and where do they find you so I am on Instagram and my Instagram handle is kinks with kiki podcast I'm on Twitter and Tumblr and it's kinks with kiki 
Okay. Yay. And if they want to email you, can they send you some stuff? I know you've they had some sure weird can. stuff come through your email, yeah. but like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they sure can. <laughs> yeah, if you want to email was- me questions, comments, concerns, kinkswithkiki at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so part of the joy that we're experiencing right now is because you are back. I say you're back home. That's what I call it. Um, but you are you are back in New York and you announced this on your most recent episode um, where you and your roommate, who's your former roommate, who's your roommate again, you guys hey, were chopping it up and it was a great conversation. Yes. <laughs> so I am happy for you. Say that again. I said, except for everyone getting offended because I was like, I miss when men yeah. used to go to war and die, but I don't mean it that way. In other words, I just mean right. I miss when men used to mind their business. Please. Yes. <laughs> yes, no. But I'm happy for you because you're you're definitely back in your happy space and your vibe is just so... <sighs> it's lovely. <laughs> it's a lovely, I'm so lovely happy to be back. Like, I really am. Like you said, I do feel like I came home I'm back in a place where I feel loved and I feel wanted so it's a really good feeling like my mood has changed drastically like my outlook has changed because like mm-hmm. North Carolina is always going to be home but it just it I've outgrown it so I can't stay in a place that I no longer belong because I don't fit there yes yes, yes. I have to go and the and the joy yeah. that I hear yeah the joy <laughs> that I hear in your voice is definitely testament to that like I can you know, because you and I, we talk, you know what I mean? Like, just sort yeah. of outside of the podcasting world. Um, and, you know, having been through the transitions with you and everything, like, feeling your vibe right now, knowing that you're back home in New York. Yeah, it's definitely a nice thing. It's definitely yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've requested your assistance to help me uh, with an email that was sent to me. But also, there was a there was a podcast episode that you did, and we'll get into that, where okay. I was like, holy shit, that's me. I have that, you know? And I was, I remember talking to you and thinking, that you know like it was something that was strange and unique to me and I never really mentioned it to anyone because I thought it was just so such a bizarre thing but in listening to this particular episode where you discuss this particular topic you know among other um omnias phobia not phobias like the you know what I mean right Yes. Philias, yes, the other Philias. Um, this one was very eye-opening for me. So I'm going to read an email that was sent to me by one of my listeners, and then we're going to get into what the topic actually is. Okay. So here we go. Uh, Grand Rising AJ, I'm not sure what time you'll receive this email, so good afternoon and good evening as well. I have a subject that I'd like your feedback on because I'm not versed in it at all, but I'm starting to feel like I'm going stir-crazy, and I'm starting to feel like something is really wrong with me. I'm really hoping that you know something about this uh, so that maybe I can do some research on my own and stop feeling like I'm some kind of a stranger in my body. So for the past year or so, several times a week, I wake up in the middle of the night masturbating, or rather, I wake up in the middle of an intense sexual dream. And though I'm having sex in my dream in some form or fashion, what I wake up to is myself masturbating. I've even gone so far as to try to go back to sleep to finish the dream, LOL, just so that I don't have to finish myself. But I realize even in trying to do that, that I'm probably still just masturbating, but not completely awake. The dreams range from everything from me having my pussy eaten to full on sex somewhere in public, but no one's really watching to me sucking the dick of someone whose face I'm not familiar with 
but the feeling is always so intense that it feels real until some detail, like not seeing the man's face clearly, triggers something in my brain and I start to wake up. But by that time, I can feel the tightening in my pussy and feel myself starting to come. I told my best friend about what's been happening and she laughed saying, child, you worried about, you worried about fucking in your dreams? Was any of them cute? And she nearly bust a gut. At the end, she said not to worry about it because I'm not, because I'm probably pent up or something. I should mention that I have been dating someone for about six months. We don't live together, but the person sleeps over every weekend and sometimes a night or two in the week, depending on their schedule. I haven't told them, but I will admit I've been guilty of waking them up for sex once I realize what's happening. They've never complained, mind you, but have mentioned a few times that I've moaned quite loudly in my sleep. Anywho, I would really appreciate your feedback or insight on this and any helpful information you can give me. I know that I can't be the only one who's experienced something like this, and it's not like I want to join a club or support group or anything, but I just want to stop feeling like something is wrong with me. Thank you. Sex with myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, yes. wow, wow. Yes. So one of the philias that you had discussed on your podcast episode was called sexsomnia. Yes. And sexsomnia is also known as sleep sex. And it is a distinct form of parasomnia or an, or an abnormal activity that occurs while an individual is asleep. Sexomnia is characterized by an individual engaging in sexual acts while in non-rapid eye movement sleep. Sexual behaviors that result from sexomnia are not to be mistaken with normal nocturnal sexual behaviors, but do not occur during non-REM sleep. Sexual behaviors that are viewed as normal during sleep are accompanied by extensive research and documentation that include nocturnal emissions, nocturnal erections, and sleep orgasms. Oh, all right. Um, (laughs) I just, I'm so visual. So like when you were reading the email, I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, So yeah, sexomnia. Um, When I, oh God, like her email just, it really got me because I'm like, that can happen. Like I want it to happen to me, but I know it's it's not gonna happen. <laughs> you want it to happen to you? Yeah. Man. I wanted that to happen because I've always been curious about it. So she's not alone. Um, if no. you're listening, hey girl, hey. Um, I just wanted to let you know that you're <laughs> not alone. Um, and AJ is right. I did do an episode on sleep fetishes. It was actually episode fifty-four, and I talked about. Sleep somnia. I talked about somniophilia. I talked about Z jobs. So you are definitely not alone when it comes to sleep masturbation or like extreme erotic dreams that lead to masturbation. Um, I can't say that it's normal, that it's abnormal because I'm nobody to diagnose anything. I just educate the best way I know how. But I definitely feel like it's something that should be normalized because I feel like a lot of people probably experience this, but because it's just so unheard of and they're not aware of it, they're just like, something has to be wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. I feel like it's practically normal. It's just, it might happen to more people than we expect. It's just, they don't remember 
it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Like she's waking up while she's doing it and realizing that she's doing it. Um, meanwhile, some people may actually be doing it in their sleep and don't even like, don't have any recollection of it after they wake up. I would almost think that, okay, so like for sure, I would think that that would be like, so if we're talking about men, that that would be like a wet dream. So for them, the after effects is that, you know, the sheets are wet, their pajamas are wet, their boxers are wet when they wake up, but they don't have any recollection of having had any sort of intimate experience while they're sleeping. Right. Um, But with women, I don't know what I'm trying to figure out. I wish I could find out, or maybe I should do more research what the connection is like how men can just have like you said um a wet dream and they come ejaculate whatever you want to call it and it just happens like organically like no touching no manipulation no anything and they just right. orgasm but right what is the correlation with women who have the same thing but we actually touch ourselves that's what I would have to look into because men are just out here orgasming without any effort. <laughs> but she's waking up like mid wet dream or mid dream, and she's finding herself masturbating. Why is it one way for men and the other way? Well, I can't say that it's common because she's the first person. Well, no, she's not. You're the you're the first person. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. I've been so, yeah. Yeah. So f- with me, you know, when, when I listened to uh, episode 54, I was like, holy shit. And I remember messaging you and saying like, <laughs> that happens to me. And, you know, I like, it's, it's slowed down maybe like in the last year, but there was a point where like, my dreams are very detailed and very graphic, mm-hmm. but there was a point where, you know, two or three nights a week, I would wake up where either you know, my ankles, my ankles are, are locked and I feel myself clenching and doing like the Kegels, Yeah. you know, to the point where I'm going to have an orgasm or my hands are actually down there and I'm rubbing myself and I feel like I'm going to have an orgasm. And then I always remember like, you know, a very small detail in the dream, which is interesting because like, you know, sort of like hers where I never really see the person's face but I know and I never really see a body but I know that somebody's there and in, in somehow some way the person is touching me in my dream and the amount of time that's like the first time it happened I was completely freaked out I was like what the fuck is going on like <laughs> you know and, and thinking to myself like why is this happening and I'm thinking okay like you know maybe it's because I haven't had sex in, a, in you know like a couple of weeks or a month let me say like a couple of weeks like it's such a long time but <laughs> You know, and, and then I would think, okay, like maybe, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm deprived or maybe, you know, like I, I just need to get some, but then even after getting some and even after getting like some good, some, it would still happen. Right. You know, and, and yeah, like I never, like I said, like for me, I always thought like, until I heard your episode, I was like, shit, I didn't even know there was a name for this. I didn't even know this was like a thing that other people experienced. Like I honestly felt like. I was just a deviant and because my mind was like on sex a lot or, you know, like I watched a lot of porn or, you know, I was, you know, that kind of stuff. Like I, I, I honestly felt like I was a deviant, like something was really wrong with me that this was happening. No. Yeah. So, okay. So sex somnia, like I did mention in the episode, like sex somnia is like, I don't want to say the bullet, like sex somnia is like the topic. And then there's bullets under it. So there is something which sounds more like 
your situation sounds more like her situation that's called sleep masturbation and it falls under the umbrella of like sexomnia so like apparently like when i did my research um a while back for the episode sleep masturbation is actually pretty common sleep behavior like amongst men and women Mm -hmm. and like some people are actually in their sleep rubbing on themselves like full on masturbating and it's usually during like a sex dream but most people don't remember see she's I'm trying to figure out how she got to that point because a lot of people are doing it and they wake up and they don't have any recollection of masturbating in their sleep or even having a sex dream but she's waking up mid dream and mid masturbation right she's aware but then she had also Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd also mentioned that her partner has heard her moaning loudly in her dreams. So I'm wondering if, like, I don't even know what that would be. That would be triggered by. But, like, I know for me personally, if I was language. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, I know for me personally, if I was laying beside someone and they started moaning, I'd be like, mm, what's going on? <laughs> you know right, what I mean? I was- or, like, I would. <laughs> Yeah, like I would try to wake them or, you know, you know, rile them from their sleep without, you know, scaring them or freaking them out because you don't right. actually know what's going on in their sleep. Um, and I know for, for me, so like, embarrassingly enough, you know, when like, you know, Mel, Mel and I travel together all the time. Um, I think Mel has made mention of like, you were moaning in your sleep last night. I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, you were, you were moaning in your sleep. She's like, oh, what was going on in your dream? My guy, I don't remember, like not at all. You know, and or she'd be like, you, you you cried out in your sleep, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so I'm so saying like this hasn't happened for a while, but look look at it. I, you know, we just went to Jamaica at the beginning of July, so this has happened right. recently. Um, and for the most part, like with me, when I wake up, I don't remember anything. I just remember like when I wake up, I feel that contracting type of feeling in my in like in my pussy like I'm still coming and in my mind I'm like okay yeah I'm still like mid-orgasm but there are times where I've literally woken up in the middle of the orgasm and tried to finish it because it it feels like a frustrating feeling like when you're awake and you're trying to orgasm and it just won't come in in its entirety oh that is frustrating Mm -hmm. but like how are you okay so you've woken up she's woken up I'm like what is waking you like i want to know i'm just curious to know what is her trigger like right what is like because now you're beside the person that you're involved with like i know for me if that was to ever happen to me my trigger would probably be the person i'm sleeping next to because like if i'm sleeping next to you and like I'm with you or we're involved and we're like sexually active with each other. Like just Mm -hmm. laying beside you alone is enough to turn me on. So I could see that happening. That would be my trigger, but she's like alone. She's with her partner and she's triggered regardless. So I just wonder what gets her there. Like, do you go to bed horny? Do you get horny? <laughs> so many questions. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, like, okay, so I, I'm. I don't know. We'll we'll put that out there, and hopefully, she'll respond. I know for yeah. me, like, I've I've learned over the years, like, I can't sleep naked because if I shift and the sheets or the blanket or the comforter rub against my nipples, I'm gonna get aroused, and really? I may not be awake. Yeah, and so it's really weird. It's like if I if I go to sleep 
you know, with nothing on, like from the waist up, I have to position the sheet around me where it's close enough that it's not going to move. And I literally have to like tuck it under my arms and sleep with it pressed against me so it doesn't move against my body. Oh, wow. And that's if I... Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's if I sleep like um, bare, like bare breasted. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are times where like, even when I am like, I've been fully clothed where, so I I don't know, like for me, I think I'm more aware of it because I have, um, because I have chronic insomnia. So I never, I never really hit REM sleep. Like I'm in a perpetual state. Yeah. I'm in a perpetual state of non-REM sleep. If I hit REM sleep, it's because I've smoked. And that's when I'm like, I'm in deep sleep for like three to four hours. But for the most part, I would say 85% to 90% of the time I'm in non-REM sleep. So, oh yeah. So it'll be like, I'll give you a completely different example. Like I will, I'll fall asleep on the couch. I will go to sleep on the couch. I will put a movie on that I know in my mind mentally. So let Lord of the Rings, the movie's three hours long. <laughs> I will wake up 10 minutes. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I will wake up 10 minutes before the end of the movie every single time to oh. restart the movie if I want to go back to sleep. Really? Yeah. Oh, so I'm never, magic. yeah, I'm never in a, in a, yeah, it's, it's weird, <laughs> but I'm never, I've never, like, like I said, unless I, unless I want a spliff or something like that, I never, I never go into, I know, <laughs> I never go into REM sleep. So I think for me, like, that's my trigger that I'm, I'm, I'm for the most part in a state of perpetual non-REM sleep. So I'm more aware of what's going on around me, even though I'm sort of in a sleep state. I don't know, like for her, you know, it would be, it would be interesting to find out or just anyone who has experienced this if they go into REM sleep often or if it's like a 50-50. Do you it's kind of like, you know, you hear you you'll hear things when you're sleeping and, and, and like you'll hear everything. So if the faucet is dripping, you'll hear right. it. Or if you know somebody walks past your apartment and there's a creak that you know like is in a tile close to your mm-hmm. you'll hear it, you know, and it'll wake you up. I'm wondering I... if um yeah. Do you think but then, uh, that a trigger would be you are masturbating to go back to sleep? No, because I try to masturbate before I go to sleep. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, big reveal. But you know what? But but maybe it's not enough. Because you know right. what it is too? Like I think, right. But when you think about the parallels of it, so... When I'm intimate with someone, I'm not having one orgasm. If we're right. ha- if I'm having one orgasm, you can't come see me again. That, that's no. first and foremost, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but when you're having good sex, when I'm having good sex, I'm multi-orgasmic. You know, right. and so it's like, right, we go, we go, we go until I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I think I'm done. Okay, let's do two more. Okay, now I'm done. You know, <laughs> and so like, every, right, so everything is wet. When I, when I masturbate, I get one good nut and I'm done. Even if I feel like I need another one, I, I don't go for another one. No? And what's even crazier, no, I don't, but because you know why? The I'm, majority of the time, yeah, like 98% of the time, I don't even use a toy. Ah, yeah. 
So orgasm. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's quick. It's intense, and li- like it literally comes figuratively and literally in less than five minutes. Wow. If I want to prolong it, yeah. If I want to prolong it, I have to like completely stop thinking about it. And even by that point, the orgasm is it's starting to come, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. Yeah. And so I just finish myself off. But I'm wondering because I don't get enough or feel like it's not to the level of where I'm having multiple orgasms, like when I'm with a partner, if maybe my body is trying to catch up to that part. Maybe. Oh, wow. Wait, maybe that is because like you said, you're capable. And even if you feel a second one coming on, you don't like, I'm, mm-hmm. I can't say pursue it, but you don't just let it be like, you yeah. don't to let it be, but you don't let it happen. Maybe that yes. is your body's response. Trying to tell you like we weren't done. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, can we get some more? We were not finished. Like, none of us were in a dream. Uh, happy. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how would I correct that? So, that means that I would have to maybe then, like, so for example, today, before I took my nap, I masturbated. Okay. I got my one good nut, and then I went to sleep for like 45 minutes. And. Oh. No yes. sleep. It was forty five minutes. It was a deep sleep. Yeah, like a deep room sleep. It was it was deeper than normal because my body was more relaxed. But the fact that I'm aware that I can sleep for forty five minutes exactly is a problem. Yeah, it is. And and I can do that without an alarm. Like Mel will tell you. Like I'll say to Mel, I'm going to take a ten minute power nap, and I promise you, in ten minutes, I'm waking up without an alarm. What? Or I'll say, Mel, I need. Yeah, I'll say like I'm like we were driving to Connecticut, and I said to her like I need a thirty minute power nap, and at exactly twenty nine minutes, I woke up. She's like, "Bitch, you didn't even sleep the full thirty minutes. Like how? What? No alarm, no problem. Yeah, that's just how. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's a weird thing. But that's what I'm saying because I I don't think I ever really get deep into sleep, but I sleep restful enough that that 30 minute or that 29 minute power nap, you know, is okay. So like, like I was saying today, you know, I, I selected my porn of choice and, you know, rubbed one out really quickly, came maybe three to five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I took a 45 minute nap and then I'm good. But it's funny because even as we're sitting here and we're having this conversation, I'm thinking to myself in the back of my mind, I could really like do with four or five orgasms right now. <laughs> So you're, like, you're planting it in your head. So when you wake up in the middle of the night, you're like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, man. I feel like okay. definitely because with women, with us, like sex is mostly mental and part physical. I feel like it starts mentally. I don't know what is... And like what's cross, what crosses your mind or what's running through your mind, what's running through her mind when she, before it happens. But I'm curious to know, like, I feel like it's something I'm hoping you're listening. And like when it happens again, that you're aware and being very aware of what you were thinking and what you were doing prior to falling asleep, because that could have a lot to do with it. Yes. I think so. I agree. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of like that, you know, if you, when, you, you know, your parents say don't eat certain things before bed because it's going to upset your stomach and you're like, you tech bright and you decide to eat it anyways and then it upsets your stomach. Yep. It's like, I feel like it's, it's kind of like that parallel. Like if you're thinking about, you know, like I really need to have an orgasm or I really need to be intimate with my person or I really need to X, Y, Z, you know, just in terms of intimacy and having orgasms before. Because yeah, that's when I think about it, 
usually when I want to have like a good power nap, I'll masturbate first. Oh. And yeah, it's usually quick because I'm like, okay, let me just get it out of my system, relax myself. But then, you know, what you're saying makes sense that I'm maybe triggering that response in my head or somewhere internally that when I go to sleep because my body hasn't gotten enough because she's used to four or five or, you know, 15 or 20 orgasms that having one (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) just throwing a number out there but maybe having that one isn't enough and so in my sleep my body is taking care of what it needs to take care of i think that's the case i honestly do like and i wish i knew like i have so many questions like (laughs) because like she's doing it like beside the person that she's involved with like Mm -hmm. you is sex like the is masturbation not sex is masturbation the first thing that comes to mind when you lay down because is she in that same mm. situation is it like well let me masturbate before I go to sleep because I know it'll help me go to sleep and she gets to the point where she's like she came once and she may come again but she stops and it could be I'm telling mm. you like we weren't done like none of us were in like we didn't mm-hmm. agree to you stopping and it could be her continuing her orgasm in her sleep because mentally that was what she wanted to do in the first place mm. I like where this is going so <laughs> can I tell you the reason why I don't go for a second one honestly being like, serious laziness <laughs> I I kid you not. And I say it with no shame. It's utter laziness because I have to work harder. I have to do. I do. I have to work harder. I have to concentrate more. I have to squeeze my, and I'm like, bitch, nobody's doing all that. You got a good one. Be happy. Go to bed. (laughs) But honestly, it's, it's utter, it's utter laziness. Like, I know that if if I if I bun a spliff, I might be you know take it easy on myself and give myself two. But when I'm relatively sober, honestly, she's getting one, and that's it. And, and I tell her like, just be happy that you got one. I don't go for a second one because I'm lazy when it comes to that. And it because it's it's I, yeah, like I and it happens in my sleep. It You're absolutely right. That's that. If that isn't fucking retribution, I don't know what is. Like. <laughs> So, parasomnia is a category, uh, sorry, parasomnias are a category of sleep disorders that involve abnormal movements, behaviors, emotions, perceptions, and dreams that occur while, while falling asleep, sleeping, between sleep stages, or during arousal from sleep. Parasomnias are disassociated sleep states, which are partial arousals during the transition between wakefulness, which is non-REM sleep, mm-hmm. hmm, and their combinations. So would this be considered so, a disorder is the question. I don't think this would be considered a disorder because apparently it's common. It's just no one can rec- like recollect what happened. That's the issue. Yes. <laughs> Nobody can confirm you know what it is common because you don't remember. Right. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I definitely don't see this as, um, maybe it's because I'm so big on, you know, of course the purpose of my podcast, I'm so big on trying to normalize things that are sexual, but completely outside of the realm of like normalcy. So I don't want to say that this is abnormal because I really, I genuinely don't feel that it is. I feel like we do 
weird things in our sleep. And I don't know what those weird things are because I'm sleep, but I just feel like things, so many things occur in our like unconscious mind that we aren't able to do or we won't do in our like conscious mind. And I don't yes. think sex is like, sex is definitely not off the table when it comes to your unconscious mind when you're asleep because you think about sex. We think about sex a lot during our waking life. So why would it be any different if we were asleep? So here's something curious. <laughs> yeah, it says sex sexomnia can present in an individual with other pre-existing sleep-related disorders, chronic okay. insomnia. Ah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> So, so they're saying symptoms of, yeah, symptoms of sexomnia can be caused by or be associated with stress factors, sleep deprivation, which I definitely have, consumption of alcohol or other drugs, pre-existing parasomnia behaviors. Sleep deprivation is known to have negative, negative effects on the brain and behavior. Extended periods of sleep deprivation often result in the malfunctioning of neurons directly affecting an individual's behavior. Hmm. Huh. So deprivation leads to masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> and all these Asians. That's interesting. So maybe like, I wonder if she does have like issues or trouble sleeping. Like maybe she has mm-hmm. issues staying asleep or maybe she has issues falling asleep. I don't want to assume, but I'm just curious if she does. Right. That leads to... And I feel like it's your body going into autopilot. Like masturbation helps you sleep. I'm doing this because I'm about to wake up. Your body knows you're about to wake up and your mind is like, oh, but this helps you sleep. So let's masturbate so you can stay asleep. But then I wonder about the dream state of it too, because, you know, I I, I would think that every time that this has happened with me and as as she um, mentioned in her email, that there's some sort of dream association, but you never see the person. And I know like with me, you know, nine times out of 10 with my dream association, um, I can see people's faces very clearly, mm-hmm. except it seems like the person that is closest physically to me, I could never see that person or I'm looking through someone else's eyes. Ah, so now I wonder, it's almost like which came first, the chicken or the egg? So did the dream come first or was the mm. dream a result of the masturbation? Because it's almost right. like you know when you're like slightly asleep, but not really. And you have the TV on and you start dreaming about what you're hearing. Yes. I feel like. Yes. So which came first? Did you have the dream and then the masturbation started or did you masturbate, which led to like any type of wet dream? Hmm. Man, I'm afraid to go to sleep tonight because I don't want to find out any of the shit while I'm sleeping. <laughs> I feel like tonight, if there was ever going to be a trigger, I feel like tonight is going to be it. Like, big and serious. Like, uh... Talking about sleep and sex and sex while sleeping. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering, I mean, I don't think that there's like a cure per se. Because... I guess this wouldn't be sexomnia wouldn't what you wouldn't be what you treat. What you would treat would be the sleeping disorder because I guess the way that they're saying it, medical experts, is that the sexomnia is triggered by a primarily by a right. sleeping disorder. So, so you wouldn't yeah. necessarily treat 
Right. You wouldn't treat the sexomnia. You would be treating the sleeping disorder. So for me, I would look at treating my insomnia. Right. And if Man, you treat it, it may go away. The sexomnia may actually go away. But you know what? The, I mean, the orgasms aren't harmful. It's not like, I mean, it's, no, it's more frustrating exactly. than anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's more frustrating. And I would think, I mean, like for her, what she's saying, like, you know, sometimes her, you know, she's with her partner when, when this hits her, man, roll over and hop on that dick. Roll That's what over. you do. Wake up at- <laughs> that is me. Like- o- right. <laughs> yeah. So the biggest thing to, to let you know, um, you know, uh, that you're not alone, that not there's nothing all. wrong with you. Yeah, uh, she titled it, uh, her name is Sex With Myself. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, And if anybody tries to tell you that there's something wrong with you, you have two people here who are on your side. Absolutely. Who will advocate and say that there, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, Masturbation is a part of everyday life, I would like to think, for the majority of people on the planet. I know that there's some people who are against it they're not for it they think that it's wrong and whatever else but we're not we're not going with them we're going with the vast majority of people who believe in self-pleasure um as as a as part of their self-care and it's part of their self-love there's nothing wrong with it it's happening in your sleep you know you might need to do some further research the term is called sexomnia um and it is a part of uh or a form of parasomnia um, you can look up the, the different terms and, and see what the research says. Um, I'm always an advocate of talking to your medical practitioner if you, you know, if you have a, a relationship with that um, individual, which reminds me, I probably should. I don't know. My doctors know me since I was 13 and now I'm a big hardback old woman. So I know this won't come as a surprise to her and she'll, you know, probably have something to tell me about it. But, you know, if you can talk to a medical practitioner or if you feel like it needs to come to that, you know, definitely contact someone to get more information um i don't know if you have any suggestions my what you just said was perfect but specifically i would say talk to your obgyn like anything mm-hmm. so like oh i love all of my doctors here in new york my ob even though it's just for a physical but i can't wait to go see her all right who says who says that I can't wait to go have a fit. Who says that? That's how much I, she's a great doctor. Um, (laughs) And I asked her probably one of the most awkward questions I've ever asked um, a doctor ever in life. And it was, hey, so is it normal to pass out during sex? And she told me it wasn't normal, but it's something that happens. Like it's kind of common. And it's, she explained to me why it happened and explained to me how to stop it from happening even though I'm still struggling to get it to stop, but it's a breathing thing. She was like, some women get overly excited and they stop breathing, yes. a little lightheaded, and then they faint briefly. And she was like, but they typically come yes. to and ask me. So I would definitely say, if it's like, ask your OB because they do reproductive health and they do sexual health. So they should be able to answer any type of questions. Like that's not something I would say oh, well, maybe you should talk to a therapist about it. Because again, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing abnormal about what mm-hmm. you're actually experiencing. I would like, if you have that rapport, which I had that rapport with my OB, like we can literally talk about anything. And I was comfortable. Like if you have that with your OB, I would, well, let me not say OB, your gynecologist. Um, I would definitely yes. reach out and ask the question, even if it's like via email, your next physical, whatever it may be. Yeah, that would be the perfect person to ask. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And, you know, just normalize it. 
you know, just within yourself to know that there is nothing wrong with you. You know, you're not broken. There's nothing weird about it. Um, as, as much as it's something that probably doesn't sound commonplace because you've never heard it in conversation before, right. it, it's not as uncommon as you think. It's not, I, That's I fair really to say. don't think it's uncommon at all. I just think there's so many of us that can't recall that we actually mm-hmm. do. Like with men, there's physical proof. Like you said, they'll wake up their boxes, their sheets, their PJs. They may be wet, but with women, if we don't feel it or if, like, I don't know, maybe you squirt and masturbate in your sleep. I don't know if that, that's never happened to me, but if that's a thing, mm-hmm. like, that's like physical evidence that you were doing something in your sleep or something occurred in your sleep. But if not, you don't have that, then you don't have proof as a woman. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be something I would think that would be a little bit more difficult to research. Like just even the, the research information that you and I have come across, I'm curious to know, like, unless it's people like, you know, myself or, or the, the, the woman who sent in the email, you know, where we, we talk to somebody like where, where are they getting, it has to have been somebody that's come forward for them to have done some sort of research. So yeah, it definitely can't be uncommon. Enough people would have had to have come forward for there to have been some sort of research for them to be able to even categorize this. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I didn't even think about it like that till like right in this moment when you said that. And that's why I love like, and there's so many other, like I have tons of philias and tons of like sexual fetishes to talk about because somebody brought this to someone's attention and it became a study or it became an yes. article or it became a book or something so it exists yes. it has to be exposed first and this yes. is exposed because look you found research on it I found research on it so it's very common yes yeah. it's just maybe not talked about as much but um, I know for sure episode 54 covers a, a number of philias but I believe that your your episode before that and the one after, if I'm wrong, um, also cover philias. I feel like they do. So episode, I think episode fifty three, three, yes, I and oh, fifty four, fifty three. Okay, so fifty four was I did talk about um, like sexomnia and like sleep fetishes. I think 53 was, it was like a toy episode, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, I think 55, I talked about um, like power exchanges, like in DS and MS relationships, like dominatrices yes. and their like subs or their slaves. Yeah. That's so many. Okay. So if, <laughs> if, if, if you want to go back for sure, for sure, for sure, check out episode 54. Um, you know, and then, and you can, you know, play around with the different episodes that you want to listen to. But if you're looking for an episode of Kinks with Kiki that definitely tackles, um, several philias, episode 54 would be the episode that you want to start at. And then you work your way either forward or backward. Absolutely. Yes. It's episode 54. <laughs> the name of it is Consent to Sleep. Consent to Sleep. Oh, here we go. I'm looking at it. Yes. Uh, Somnophilia. The sleep fetish, but there it, it 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 broadens out or you range out with that one as well. Okay. Yep. Well, um, that was the one email and the and the one particular topic that we had to cover. And of course, I needed to get the kink expert. 
the fetish yeah. expert in the house. <laughs> so please let the, 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 the people, them, the good people, them know where they can find your wonderful and dope and free spirited and open minded. And, you know, your, your podcast, honestly, has opened my eyes. Like I, I always thought of myself as being very broad minded when it comes to sex and, and sex play and, you know, just sort of the way that people interact and engage. But man, I am so happy that I met you because you've broadened my scope of thinking like even wider. Like I said, sex somnia and, 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 you know, sleep fetishes, girl, I had never heard of none of this shit before you. So thank you. <laughs> but, like, I just, I want to bring, I want to shed light, especially like, and with me being, you know, a black woman and trying to bring this and shed light on kinks fetishes and th- things like sleep fetishes and or because there are sleep fetishes as well it's not just like Ophelia like there are people who actually I mean I feel like OnlyFans has everything but I feel like there are people who actually like (laughs) sleep they like to have people um have sex with people who are asleep and I talked about all of that in the episode like I want to shed light on everything like I don't I try not to be biased with my kinks or some kinks I don't know anything about and it's just super hard to find information about it because it's been exposed but it hasn't been researched but I want to shed light on those as well because I don't know who listens to the show and I don't know what they're into and I know I can't base each episode off of what I like or what's appealing to me like nothing about Mm -hmm. is appealing to me like I don't want to have sex with anyone in their sleep and I'm not this is not me shaming anyone who does have that as a fetish it's just I want to represent everyone who has a fetish and everyone who has a kink so that's like the biggest thing for me like I want to talk about things that aren't even comfortable for me but I know they're comfortable for someone and and that's the making of a great podcast and that's why your podcast is so great because you don't have like there's no line in the sand that you draw to say okay well you know what I don't like this so I'm not going to talk no you're talking about everything like if, if you come across it if you hear about it you know whatever it is you, you try to bring that information forward and like I said when I was listening to your episode I was like holy shit I didn't know that this was a thing let me talk to you about this because you know prior to that I'm thinking like I'm broken or something's wrong in my vagina where I'm like, you know, masturbating in my sleep. But that alone, you know, when when someone emails me and says, hey, I have this problem. Do you know anything about this? I was like, oh, okay. Now there's two of us. We can form a group. You know what I mean? Exactly. Not in that kind of, right, that kind of ha-ha way. But, you know, it's nice to know or it's good to know that someone outside of myself and even outside of the research that you did, that there's at least one other person that has experienced this or is experiencing the this so that, you don't feel like you're, you know, floating in the sea alone, um, you know, and, and and feeling like there is something wrong with you. Because exactly. a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people suppress things about themselves because they feel like they're alone, because they feel like they're the only one. And that's one of the great things about your show is that it, it broadens your way of thinking and it broadens your your knowledge base. Um, you know, and even if it's if it's if it's stuff that you're not into, whether it's kink fetish or otherwise, just knowing that there's this type of information out there so that you can you know, educate yourself and bring yourself up to speed about the the broader world and broader perspective. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you. <laughs> so please let everybody know again who you are and where they can tune into all your amazing episodes. Once again, I am Kiki with podcasts. I'm the host of my podcast, Kinks with Kiki. Uh, you can literally listen to me everywhere you can listen to podcasts. I am on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. I'm not on SoundCloud. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iHeartRadio. Oh, God. It's so many. Podbean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm there. I'm I'm going to just SoundCloud. I thought SoundCloud was for, like, burgeoning uh, rappers. I didn't know that SoundCloud SoundCloud actually had podcasts. A lot of podcasts. I thought it was for, like, people. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow, that's basically where, like, that's where they host. Some people um, host, like, through Anchor. Some people host through Spotify. But I started on SoundCloud. And then I, I'll have to tell you, that's another story for another day. But I got off of SoundCloud and I went to Anchor, which I like Anchor just the same. It's just I keep getting a lot of messages about, why aren't you on SoundCloud? I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah i get it yeah i get it um and of course if you want to touch base with her if there's anything that you want to email her about if you have a kink fetish or curiosity you can email her at kinks with kiki all one word at gmail.com <sighs> i'm your host aj badass jones this has been the Pum Pum Chronicles. I'm happy because I, I don't know, like I always have mixed emotions when I talk to you because I always feel so overwhelmed with joy. No, I do because I like, I love you dearly. I like when I say that you are one of my favoritest people, like I mean that with all sincerity, you've become one of my favoritest people. Um, and I just enjoy chopping up with you and kicking it with you. And I know, like I said, it took us an hour to get to the recording <laughs> because we were busy talking our asses off about, you know, life and a bunch of other things. Um, but I appreciate you um, coming on the podcast to, you know, give listeners some information and some feedback and to just kind of help people who are um, stranded emotionally about the things that they're going through physically and not sure what to do with that. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm always here. I, my, my aim is to help people as much as humanly possible, even if it's not something I know about. If you tell me, I'll try to get you as much information as I can. <laughs> ah, and that's greatly appreciated. So, um, of course, you know, this is the Pum Pum Chronicles. Pum Pum Posse, bless up yourselves. I hope that everyone is staying safe amidst the madness that is still COVID-19. Um, you know, do the best that you can love the people that are around you love up on yourself and just make sure that you stay safe. Uh, of course, always, if you want to get in contact with me, you can find me on social media at the Pum Pum Chronicles pod on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow my personal page, badass underscore Jones underscore. You can reach me there as well. If you want to email me, you can do so at the Pum Pum Chronicles at gmail.com. And there's also a call in line that you can hit me on. It's 320-270-1086. Bless up yourselves. Stay safe. We'll see you next week.
fuck your mind first Then I fuck you crazy, you come every time, baby You know daddy's home That's right, spit on it Choke up on your throat, come for me, back for me Baby, I got that bomb yeah. Told your sister and your mom yeah. I don't play Cause I fuck you like I hate you But I kiss you like I miss you Ooh, you got that jacuzzi And I got that mess for you All Sweat on my 